Welcome to Customer Service Academy Radio with author and customer experience expert, Tony Johnson. Tony will share his vision for successful customer service, leadership, and business excellence, and speak to some of the most impactful leaders in business today. And now, here's Tony Johnson. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Customer Service Academy is back on the air. I'm Tony Johnson, and as always, excited to have everybody here, excited to share the customer service love, and really excited that you've all taken the time to tune in. If you haven't subscribed, haven't shared, great time to do that now. This week, great show. We're going to talk about leadership and why it matters and how it drives great customer service. We have a fantastic story about how great service even rules at casinos. Yes, folks, at casinos. You can bet on the house for sure, but you can always bet on really great customer service as well. And when and how and why, it's always going to be a great idea sometimes to do a gut check with your teams, see how they're doing, see how you can check in with them, and learn what that can mean for you and the success of your business. So let's jump into that story of the week I promised you about the casino. I was lucky enough to have family come in over the course of the weekend to, to stay with us, see the new house, really spend some time, and, and it was great to have everybody in town for the weekend. So we decided one of the things we were going to do was take everybody out to the casino and have a great dinner. They have a great steakhouse there, always known for great food and great shows. So again, we went and had a fantastic dinner, a couple of great cocktails, really had some fantastic service at the restaurant. Then we decided to go out and hit the casino floor. Now, I fancy my Myself, like I'm Danny Ocean from Ocean's Eleven, but I, I've really only gambled a few times in my life, but probably way more than the folks who were kind of with us this weekend. They'd never really had the chance to, to go to a casino and do that. So, you know, there was a point in time when I when I started to play some blackjack at the $10 table only, folks. Let's face it, it's uh, it's expensive proposition to play much more than that. But at any rate, I can remember them asking questions and kind of watching me play, and, and that was fun and all. But we had our chance when everybody had a few chips on them, and we were walking through the casino, and there was a table that had had three spots open. So three of us sat down at the table and a couple of folks who'd never gambled before were on, on, on either side of me. They are members of my family. And and who's dealing but the one of the greatest guys I think I've ever met in a casino and his name was Perry. And I tell you all of this because Perry probably was one of the greatest ambassadors of customer service I've ever met and particularly someone I've ever met in a casino setting. So think about it. You're playing a game like blackjack where there are tons of rules, nuances, you don't want to lose all your money at once, and, and, and let's face it, people work hard for their money so they don't want to just throw it away, but they wanted to have some fun while they were doing it. And I will tell you, Perry made the, the whole experience so much more palatable, so much more friendly, so much more almost educational, if you will, for the folks who are trying to learn how to play blackjack for the very first time. You know, really, it can be intimidating, like I said, and Perry made it easy. Perry was great to answer questions. He, he had a great sense of humor. He was really great at explaining the rules, being very patient, also helping to keep the other players at the table entertained so they didn't get mad that, that, the, that the folks in my family were asking all these questions about stuff. But again, making it very appropriate helping folks to understand how to play the game, and then really kind of looking at best practices on how to kind of quote-unquote beat the house, if you will, or have a, a fighting chance. And he was really fantastic. Again, you know, he, he had a great attitude. He was very friendly, warm smile, and, and so approachable when it came to taking something that's intimidating and making it feel very real, very regular, very something that you you could handle and something that really wasn't scary or, or arduous anymore. And I think that's a fantastic talent. Now, what's the translation? I have to tell you, I think we always have to think about how we train customers in our business to get the most out of everything. You know, I think about my first time I ever went to Disney and they kind of trained me how to be a lifelong Disney fan and get the most out of my adventure. 
you know, maybe at your business, you have to train them how to use your website, how to pay effectively. If you're a grocery store, how to get through the line, how to use self-service checkout, how to really be the best possible customer to get the best experience out of your business. So I think when you think about it like that, it really is a way we can all take a moment to help our customers not only be better customers for us, really kind of with a wink and a nod, but also to get the best possible experience out of our business by being a great customer. So just a little tip for you. My tip to you, be Perry, make your business approachable, answer questions, and make everything feel so comfortable. Because I think at the end of the day, that was really the magic that Perry brought to our casino experience. Now let's jump right into this week's web blog, why developing leaders will improve your customer service. Listen folks, stagnation sucks. It's more than just standing still, it's really more akin to wilting on the vine or rotting on the shelf. It reeks of neglect and complacency, and customers notice. But it doesn't have to happen to your organization. Most likely, you're going to have some form of development program for your team, but are you putting in the effort, care, and attention that the process really deserves? Probably not, and you're not alone. Not that being part of a big club makes it okay, but it does mean that you have plenty of company on the road to redemption. This is a fabulous place to set yourself apart as an employer, a supervisor, and yes, a leader. The idea of being a capital L leader doesn't stop with making good decisions and setting great examples. It also extends to helping folks become the very best version of themselves. It means something like pushing them into areas where they might not be comfortable for the good of their career, the customer, and the business. You have to start by setting great goals. There's got to be a mix of experiences and development activities and classroom-style learning to really keep development relevant. The problem is that most times this becomes a check-the-box activity It doesn't really push the team. Often when you think about making those goals that are smart for your organization, they're often short of really truly challenging. There has to be a bit of a stretch in all of your goals, and really it's only reasonable to think that they, they need to be a little bit achievable, but they also really need to push hard enough for folks to really find their limits. Make sure that goals bring constructive stress that really leads to learning. You can't learn a thing in your comfort zone, so do your team a favor and make them a little bit uncomfortable every now and again so they learn something. Be careful though. If you push them into panic mode, they could shut down or quit. A final note here is to make sure to involve the whole team in the development planning process. It's great for you to have really great ideas for their plans, but without their involvement, it's going to feel too much like a glove made for somebody else when they try it on for size. Your views of what they need to develop in will many cases be very different from their thoughts. That's okay though, because the conversation you're going to have regarding the goal setting is a powerful part of the process. Be sure to check in regularly and make sure that they're progressing. This is often where things come off the tracks, and I'll admit that I've fallen prey to this over the years as well. You set up this great plan, you meet to discuss it, and then pull it out in 12 months and see how things went. See the problem here? The pitfall of developing plans is that it's easy to shove it in a desk drawer and dust it off at the end of the year. You have to guard against that danger. If you don't review the plan at least once a month with your team, you really can't keep the car between the guardrails and make sure that relevant resources are really there when they're needed. I find that simple planning helps here. Set regular calendar appointments to meet up with your team and really talk about their progress and that'll help you keep them on track. You have to stick with them though and you can't let other demands push them off your schedule. But if you keep these regular touch points in place, it's going to hold everybody, both you and the employee, accountable. It also has the added benefit of keeping your team from falling behind with activities and milestones that have been set up because they're going to wonder what you're going to ask about in these upcoming meetings, so they are going to absolutely be ready to take these next steps in their careers. Finally, be creative with regard to development planning. Certainly the old standbys are still very relevant. Books and readings are always welcome. 
With books on audiobook and ebook, it's easier than ever to squeeze them into a busy day. Reading a few pages a day or listening to 20 minutes during a commute can certainly help make it a painless integration into really what is mostly a busy schedule for everybody. Look for books like Creating Magic, Leading with Meaning, and The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And of course, there's a little book out there called Recipe for Service that I penned. Those can all be great resources. There are also niche magazines and websites for almost every industry. These are a great investment in any career. Classes make for great learning experiences too. It doesn't necessarily have to be continuing education, but often vocations such as medicine and teaching have required courses to stay on track and stay knowledgeable. There's no shortage of courses out there that offer everything from single afternoons to week-long seminars. If you're looking for a jumping off point, check out the Disney Institute or John Maxwell for programs that might be beneficial. Keep the responsibility on both sides. Life and business is hard enough, so everyone needs to pitch in. The responsibility for development rests as much with the individual as it does with the leader. That said, many folks differ on how much responsibility lies with each person, but everyone can agree that it will take both to craft a plan, stay on track with regular check-ins, and achieve the goals that are set. There's a lot riding on development of the future of leaders for every organization. It isn't just entry-level leaders either. Businesses which don't want to have to fret about the next round of mid-level leaders and executive have to groom and grow at all levels to keep the organization energized. Otherwise, they can find themselves at the mercy of the exterior market to provide their leaders or suffer through those who are underprepared for the burdens of leadership. The logical extension of that eventuality is a disengaged workforce and dissatisfied customers. That sounds no good to me. So remember, develop those leaders and make sure they're ready to lead your organization to drive fantastic customer service. So let's head on into our challenge for the week, and that is all about the gut check. If you've been working in a high-pressure situation or you're in the middle of a huge change effort, never forget the importance of making sure your team is okay. Working under high stress, working under pressure, boy, it can really bum people out. It can make them look for the next opportunity. It can really cause them to become disengaged at work. Lots of things can go wrong when people work under high stress for a long time. So just remember... It's always a great idea to take a, take a minute, take a moment, take a second to check in with your team, and it's really pretty simple. You need to ask them questions, you, you need to pull them aside for a minute, you need to make sure that you dig a little bit, and when they start talking, you need to listen. You need to let them vent, you need to let them get it out, let them get what's on their chest out there in the universe so you can really talk about it, because otherwise this stuff just festers and causes, causes you to rot from the inside out. Make sure they understand the importance of the change, make sure they understand why it's so important that you're striving for this new level of excellence excellence and make sure that they understand their importance to the entire organization and the change effort. Take the time to recognize their achievements and their efforts. I promise you those few tips and tricks can really help maybe dull the pain of a, of a change effort. I know that it won't make it go away totally, but folks love to know that their leaders are listening and that they're really taking their comments, their concerns, and, and their fears into account. So never forget to take that moment to do a gut check. So thanks so much for tuning in this week. I had a great time talking to you about leadership and why it can drive fantastic service. I hope you were absolutely as inspired by Perry at the casino as I was to give that really amazing, comforting, educational customer service. And also remember, if you're in the middle of a high-stress change effort, never forget to take a minute to check in with your employees and see how they're really doing. It can make a difference. So as always, thrilled, humbled, and honored that you took the time to, to dial in, dial up, and download Customer Service Academy this week. Don't forget to click that link to share. Don't forget to subscribe. Tell all your friends. And remember, until next time, don't forget to treat every guest like a cherished friend, and we will talk to you next week. This has been Customer Service Academy Radio with Tony Johnson. Tony is available to speak at your event, meeting, or workshop. 
Learn more at www.thetonyjohnson.com or email melissa at thetonyjohnson.com. Have a powerful customer-focused day.